Preschoolers don't really come with a manual, do they? You want to spend your day helping them grow and enjoying the magic of learning through the eyes of a preschooler. You also want to help them deal with all the big feelings that come with being three or four, but real talk? You don't have a lot of time. We need to prep for the day with confidence and ditch the stress that sometimes comes along the way. I got you. Welcome to the Preschool Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Chantel, a kinder teacher turned curriculum designer and preschool consultant. And I'm here to help you make this school year the best one yet. Let's get to the show. As educators, we're constantly told that it is our responsibility to create a positive learning environment that is conducive to learning, right? But does your admin ever give you actionable steps for how to manage these tricky transitions? Or what happens if your layout isn't working? If you're a teacher looking to create that dream learning environment for your littles, you've come to the right place. Hey, hey, my friend. You're listening to episode 9, and we're diving into the exciting world of preschool transitions and classroom layout. Today, we'll go over the importance of transitions and some tips, how to create an effective layout of your class, and tips for managing some of those challenging transitions. This episode is all about creating an effective class layout, but don't forget, a conducive learning space and kinder readiness skills are both critical to helping your littles thrive in kindergarten. I've got the perfect checklist for you, so head over to the show notes now to grab your free copy. Let's get to it! I don't know about you, but every time I get my schedule at the beginning of the school year, the first thought that pops into my head is, where on earth are my transition times? It's like they left it out on purpose. (laughs) But really, I know admin didn't do it on purpose. They just don't have to put transition time on your schedule. But truth is, we all know it's there. It's just hidden. I'll tell you what, though. It's one of those things that can truly make or break your classroom routines and affect all kinds of things like classroom behavior, anxiety, and even your children's confidence. I know what you're thinking. Girl, how could something like transitions affect all of that? Okay, let me explain. First of all, let's define what a transition is in the preschool world. Transitions are moments when children move between different spaces and they adapt to something different like other people, other places, and experiences. In simple terms, a transition is a time between activities. So when you have transitions between activities, the kiddos are moving from one place to another, but they need help along the way, like a song or the lights being turned on and off, or even just a gentle bell sound. These visual and auditory cues help them transition without promoting negative behaviors or concerns. Preschool transitions are more than just moments between activities. They really play a vital role in a child's social and emotional development. So here are some tips to ensure smooth transitions. We want to make sure that we use clear communication with them at all times. Use simple language, gestures, and visual aids to help your littles understand what is happening next. This includes a visual schedule with pictures, something that's predictable that they can see and think, okay, now I know what's going to happen. I can calm down. I don't need to be worried because I know what to expect and what is expected of me. Use timers. Now, 
I can tell you there are a ton of options for timers out there, especially on Amazon. You can kind of go a little bit crazy with looking at everything that is offered, but just think about what would help your specific class. Would a timer with maybe a visual red section in it help them, or would that scare them a bit? Maybe one that's online on a quick YouTube video would help them because it's also paired with some soothing music. I mean, we can talk about this all day, right? Just make sure that you choose one that will help reduce their anxiety and behavior issues and will really just promote so many opportunities for smooth transitions. That's the goal. So let's stick to it. You also want to consider maybe some transition songs or maybe some fun games. When you make it fun, it really helps the children become more engaged in the process and it makes them feel like it's their choice, right? Like their opinion matters. So Let's think of like a cleanup song or maybe playing some Simon Says when you're helping them clean up. When you make it an enjoyable experience for them, it makes all the difference. All right, now let's talk about your classroom layout. The truth is, if you have an effective layout and a good flow between the centers in your class, your transitions will likely be a whole lot smoother and way more productive. So it's a win-win. Let's explore some tips for creating an effective flow layout. First, you want to define your activity zones, otherwise known as centers. Designate specific areas in your class for different activities. These can include your classroom library, your art center, dramatic play, construction, your calming area, computer, science center, and more. You want to make sure that you place signs on these centers to set clear expectations and help reduce the distractions. Always remember, safety first. Easy supervision and minimize potential hazards. This is something that you gotta keep an eye on constantly because especially with furniture, things can change. The more wear and tear they have, the more susceptible you are to having those potential hazards, okay? Keep an eye out for those sharp edges, things like loose nails or nails that are sticking out of furniture. You want to keep in mind that the quick turns that sometimes children or even you may have as a teacher around furniture. Make sure that it's child-sized and approved furniture, okay? That it's stable, it's well-structured. It's not just the furniture that you want to take into account when it comes to safety. You also want to think about those cables with the computer center. Things like books that are out of place or something slippery that's been left on the floor. Now let's talk about accessibility and independence. This is another super important component when thinking about your layout of your class. You want to arrange your materials at child's height and length so that they can easily access them independently. I'm a huge advocate for this because it builds a sense of autonomy and responsibility. Next is traffic flow. So you want to design a space that allows for smooth traffic flow. So many times teachers talk about where you want to place your centers, but they don't, they're not really sure about why they should place them in that specific area or why it even makes a difference. And sometimes they don't even consider the flow. The traffic flow is one of the most crucial components of designing your classroom layout. You want to avoid bottleneck areas and make sure that there's plenty of space for your kiddos to move freely, even during transitions where it could seem like everyone is all over the place. If you don't have good flow of the traffic in your class, your layout won't matter. 
And I'll say that again for the people in the back. If you don't have good flow of your classroom, your layout won't matter. I'll be honest, I could talk about classroom layout for months. (laughs) And in future episodes, we'll also be diving into specific ideas for how to design your class, like keeping the loud and quiet areas apart, having your wet areas like a water table or an art center close to the sink, and whatnot. But stay tuned, or just let me know on Instagram if you'd love to hear more. Is this child ready for kindergarten? How can I help them be ready for kinder? I hear these questions all the time. It's one of my absolute favorite topics to chat about in the DMs. Did you grab your kinder readiness checklist yet? Teachers love having this tool on their desk because it tells them exactly what they should work on with their students. And parents go wild for this tool because it gives them easy strategies they can do at home with their littles. It walks you through the seven areas of development so you can track progress and provide support along the way. Did I mention it's free? Grab your copy of My Kinder Readiness Checklist in the show notes so you can rest knowing your kiddos are prepared to rock kindergarten. Let's get back to our show. Well, we all know as perfect as our transitions may be, some of them will still come with challenges and the inevitable happens. So here are some strategies to manage those tricky situations. I like to use transition buddies, right? This is when you pair up your older and younger children to just provide a little bit more support and encouragement. And that way they feel like they're in charge and you don't have to be the one always telling them what to do. Transition stories and books also really work. When you tell them a story of a group of children tidying up their playroom or read a book about siblings working together to get it done, it really helps them feel like they're part of the process. It'll help them feel more motivated to clean up too. Now, teacher modeling is something that is important across the board, no matter what grade you teach. Be prepared to spend a few weeks modeling cleaning up in different centers. The goal is to model the behavior you want to see during transitions. This also sets the expectations for what transitions should look like and sound like. I hope these tips for smooth preschool transitions and designing an effective layout and flow for your class help you get a better idea of how you can try these new ideas and see what works best for you and your kiddos. At the end of the day, when you prioritize transition strategies, and being mindful of your classroom's layout, you can create an environment where your children feel safe, supported, and ultimately excited to learn. If you need any help getting your class ready for your littles, or maybe just trying new transition ideas, hit me up on Instagram at shanty.macias and let me know how I can help. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I love creating content to support you on your preschool journey. So if you enjoyed this episode, reach out to me on Instagram and let me know what resonated or any questions you may have. Let's keep the conversation going so we can support more preschool teachers and parents just like you. See you in the next episode.